beauty is so much more than just about the products that we buy and that we, what we put on our face and, and the things that we wear. It's really more about establishing and creating that feeling of love and kindness and joy and happiness and compassion. It's all of those positive aspects. And when somebody can feel true alignment with themselves and feel comfortable with themselves, then they can go out and manifest into the world as they wish to. host and Emily Kin. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. I met Jennifer when she was looking for a speaker for the B Corp with the Change West Coast 2022 meeting. And I was so lucky that she picked me as the keynoter for the event. That was absolutely amazing. I met incredible, inspiring women leading extraordinary businesses that are making a big impact out there. And I learned so much about what they are doing there and about Jennifer. Um, she worked in major beauty brands like L'Oreal, Victoria's Secret, Neutrogena, and now through the, the human beauty movement, she has set out to pioneer positive beauty culture. And it's my pleasure to ever hear. So welcome to the Mindset Zone, Jennifer. Thank you, Anna. It is such an honor to be here. And I would love to tell us a little bit about why did you decide to start the human beauty movement and the humanistic beauty? Tell us a little bit about that shift for you in terms of uh, your professional life and now as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. You know, all of my career, I have been in the beauty industry, and it had only been, I think, up till the past few years when I realized that there could definitely be a space where all people, not just women, but also men and, you know, other people who had, you know, typically been excluded from the beauty industry at large, whether it be because of skin tone or because of heritage or race, you know, some people have just felt like they hadn't been represented and they hadn't had a voice or a face in beauty. And I wanted to change that. So I started the human beauty movement as an organization rather than as a typical beauty corporation that just sells products. To me, Beauty is so much more than just about the products that we buy and that we, what we put on our face and, and the things that we wear. It's really more about establishing and creating that feeling of love and kindness and joy and happiness and compassion. It's all of those positive aspects. And when somebody can feel true alignment with themselves and feel comfortable with themselves, then they can go out and manifest into the world as they wish to. That was a conversation I felt was absent from the beauty community completely. And so the human beauty movement to me was a way to develop positive beauty culture, to have these 
safe conversations with all people around what it means to really feel beautiful, what it means to truly love yourself, what it means to have so much confidence and joy and esteem in yourself that you can conquer the world. And so a lot of people, I think, can benefit from that kind of message and that kind of story. Absolutely, because I I think all of us, and this is a beautiful angle, because I think all of us have the experience, or at least I have a lot of the experience, and I know that my friends while growing up also, uh, had similar experiences that some days we look to the mirror and, oh, I like myself today. And other days we look to the mirror and go, oh my gosh, oh, I so. And the only change may be a pimple <laughs> when we are a teenager and how we are feeling that day. And it's really true that the people, when we, in my own journey of personal development, feeling better inside made me feel better outside. Mm, mm. And that is it. We want to flip the script. We want to turn beauty inside out because so much of it in our past learning from society and from media and everything that we've been taught before is that beauty is from the outside and only the few and exclusive, you know, can achieve beauty. And so working in the beauty industry it was replete with photo shoots and manipulations and concoctions and stories about, you know, what you'll be and how wonderful you will be and how much people will love you and admire you and adore you if you are beautiful. And so people were seeking for this, this brass ring, which was an illusion yeah. in many cases. A lot of what they were be being fed was completely fabricated. And still to this day, it's, yes. it, it happens quite a bit. Although, you know, the, the veil has been pulled away quite a bit. And yeah, luckily, people are recognizing what the impact has been on emotional wellness, on mental health, in terms of, you know, self-comparing, self-loathing, body dysmorphia, um, a lot of these aspects that have unfortunately become dangerous, particularly among our young people. And so when we can create better role models, when we can create better places and forums and safe spaces for people to come together and feel like it's okay to have these conversations and be vulnerable and, you know, provide them the tools so that they can shape what they, what they can see in themselves, you know, that we can, you know, reflect up a mirror to them, which is more of an internal mirror to let them know the beauty that they have within the specialness, the talents, the, you know, the uniqueness that everybody has inside of them and that they can really hone in on that, shape it, mold it, you know, create in them this embodiment and this, this growing into this journey of becoming what they truly want to be. Because there is this very interesting phrase, you know, if the world is asking you know, who you are. If you don't know, it'll be very quick to tell you. <laughs> and so let us take that space. And a lot of times it happens, you know, when we spend time with ourselves, frankly, turning off the TV, spending time alone, spending time in nature, and really going diving deep within ourselves that we can find ourselves because of the busyness of of what we're, you know, what we're faced with each day, a lot of people feel that they don't have time for themselves. They don't have time to sit still. They don't have time for me. That is the most important time that you can have. And 
in those precious moments of stillness, so much creation happens, so much of you is discovered. And, you know, those are the things that we want to help people to find. I love it. I love it. It's the, the small and the nature, that connection with nature, the connection with our surroundings. And I cannot, uh, and the way that you describe is so beautiful. And what makes me think uh, is like uh, memories of when I was a kid in the beach, just with my friends, uh, just playing in the water, in the sand, uh, no makeup, nothing, just uh, having fun, uh, feeling the sand in the uh, in the, our toes and uh, doing sandcastle, uh, all, this, uh, uh, all the little things that uh, make us laugh, make us enjoy life uh, without uh, having to, uh, to be something different than who we are. Mm, absolutely. I've started to come into this morning practice of doing my meditations and then I, I do some yoga and then I go for a run. And then after the run, I come back to my home and I pick fruit from my own tree and I eat the fruit from my mm. tree. And I think to myself, how magnificent is it that I have everything that I need right here. And I haven't even really quote unquote started the day with work. And it, I, I prefer it that way. I like to really just milk that time that I can just have to appreciate the stillness, the physical movement, the stretching, listening to the birds sing, feeling the breeze, you know, and then coming back and just saying, thank you earth for, you know, bringing me sustenance and, you know, may this strengthen me, may this nourish me, may it help me, you know, convey back to the, to the world, the good that you've, that you've been able to give to me today. And is that beautiful cycle of the say of allowing our time, allowing, accepting who we are and taking care of ourselves at the same time, because it doesn't mean, uh, I, I think uh, that is, um, part of the uh, and the, uh, the other side of your business the humanistic beauty you have amazing products i love the oil i don't know now the name but the, uh, mm -hmm. the 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 oil that you have for the skin is absolutely fantastic and make me feel in the morning even better but it's also i love the 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 taking care of myself and then if we see the results in the mirror nothing wrong with it but yeah. is uh, be in an expansive way, not in a contraction way. Yes, yes. And I know you said expansive, not expensive. <laughs> yes, expansive. Thank you for it. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, is uh, 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 the uh, 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 is Yes, it's inclusive, it's, it's broaden, it's really... <laughs> Um, there are so many different angles and make it accessible because if yes. it's too expensive, it's not, uh, people cannot use it. It's true. And, you know, I wanted to do beauty differently. And so coming out with a product line and doing it in a different way was really a grand experiment, to be honest with you, because I knew that, you know, launching a business during COVID when everybody was kind of doing a lot of soul searching, finding purpose, finding meaning, questioning why, all of these things. And then of course, a whole lot of stress. It came to my attention that, you know, this is the opportunity to help people with the idea of self-care as ritual. Mm -hmm. 
and to devise these small, beautiful practices for themselves, and then perhaps providing them the most mindful tools that they could in order to bring that about. And so with the Humanist Beauty products, the first product that I launched was the Urban Wisdom Facial Oil. Yes, 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 that's it. I love. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes. And then, you know, the Urban Wisdom Facial Oil was a product that I knew I wanted it to be the cleanest of the clean, the most responsible and mindful that it could possibly be with the resources that I had, you know, being a (laughs) self-funded, self-starting entrepreneur, right? And so, you know, making sure that the ingredients were not only highly organic and fair trade, but were harvested, you know, with care, that I knew who the vendors were, that I ensured that everything was tested, you know, multiple times, I triple test, you know, certain of the ingredients multiple times in order to ensure quality and cleanliness and no, you know, pesticides and and things like that, that might be in it. And then ensuring that I'm limiting the amount of plastic that's being used um, and uh, making sure that everything is recycled responsibly. And and that is the other thing about uh, this and how we met because it's in this B Corp movement. Why yeah. is was for you so important that your business be a B Corp and why are you so involved in the B Corp movement? Even before I started the human beauty movement, I was familiar with the B Corp movement and B Lab, B certifications from being in the natural product space. And I had been enamored with the care and attention, transparency, and consideration that these businesses had for not only people, but the planet. The B Corp certification is considered the gold standard, the highest standard of social and environmental impact because of what it takes in order to achieve that certification and what it takes to maintain that certification. And so I knew that that was, if that was the highest bar, then I was going to clear it. And so for my business, I thought that it was the perfect alignment with the values that I held to make sure that everybody matters and that everybody has a seat at the table and that people are treated fairly from the, from the employees to our vendors to the people who are purchasing our products and that we're being extremely mindful with our operations, with our energy use and how we um, care about the waste that we're putting forth into the planet. Um, and also, through the beauty of the network of people in that space, I really feel like I found my tribe (laughs) when it comes to the B Corp um, membership. I feel like this is a space where we are in business as a force for good. We are not in business to compete with each other. Competition is one of those old paradigm mindsets that we as B Corporations are seeking to eradicate because we know that this is an abundant universe and that when we operate in manners that can move the masses towards positive regenerative behavior, that the whole world will win. And so I wanna make sure that for future generations, for the planet, for for all things that contribute to positive co-creation, that this is just one step 
on my journey and one representation of, you know, the, the standards of my business and what we wish to hold up um, to show that we really care. And I love the thing that of the triple bottom line that, yes, it, most are for profit. So profit is important. The business is the, the blood of the business has to circulate and it's money. And we can take care of people, the workforce, all the stakeholders involved, including the workforce and the planet, the environment. The things can be in balance and really can make an impact and a difference out there. Yes, yes. And I think that a lot of B corporations have seen how business as usual had been done in the past and how damaging it had been to um, you know, people and just the burnout um, from working so hard and, and, you know, just sacrificing themselves for the, you know, the cause of the business for, for the bottom line. And in some ways, the same description that you were giving about beauty from inside out, I'm seeing in this business and wonderful examples. Mm -hmm that of the these woman CEOs that I met in your in the retreat uh, meeting that you organize, they are really trying to create successful companies that are beauty, beautiful from the inside out that people they are pro uh, producing and uh, uh, um, amazing products and services. And at the same time, they want to make sure that the culture within the company is a culture that is nurturing for everybody involved. Absolutely. And I cannot tell you how refreshing it was for me to come into a group of women that were cheering me on and each other on in such an honest and authentic way. Um, in the past, it's always been a little bit about like, the mean girl mentality. It's like, oh, do you know, am I in a better place? Am I, you know, am I in a better light? And and it was not necessarily this willingness to share secrets, you know, because there are no secrets anymore, you know, to, to best practices, um, network and and help each other to support each other with, you know, others that could, you know, contribute to the success of their business or their personal lives. It's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I was truly impressed with is that the uh, going back to the culture that they are trying to cultivate in their own businesses to create for their employees a safe place and a place that is flexible, that produce for themselves and for everybody involved uh, some work life kind of balance is not always the best word, but time for people to have time for themselves, for taking care of themselves, mm -hmm. for personal development, for uh, professional development, for the family, for vacation time. Try not to see there is only one way of doing things. How can we bring more that ex uh, expansive view that we are speaking, uh, bringing, uh, uh, how can we make this work in all these dimensions? Right, right. And I know that there are a lot of B corporations that are so heart first. They really want to make sure that what they're doing is helping everybody within what we call our ecosystem. And so it's all about stakeholders and not just about shareholders. It's not just about the financial obligation. It's about creating operations and an economic system which is sustainable 
not only for the business as an entity, but for all people and their happiness and their livelihoods and their satisfaction and their wellness. And so I like to almost think about every company is in the wellness business. Because whether they know it or not, they, sh they should think of themselves as a wellness organization for not only themselves, but for their employees and for everybody whose their products or service touches. And also allow time because one of the things that I admire in some people that I met there and you in specific is that, uh, yes, you are running a business, you are trying to bring all these different elements together, making a difference, making an impact, and also walking your talk uh, in terms of reserving time for yourself and for things that are important for you, because another dimension of you is as a mom and as an author, because you also, uh, uh, between the many things that uh, you, you, you have uh, in your mission, you have this award-winning children's pictures book series. Uh, that is an, another thing that is very important for you, correct? Can you speak a little bit about that? Absolutely. You're referring to the adventures of Super Captain Brave Man, <laughs> which can be found on supercaptainbraveman.com. This was an extraordinary passion product that was born, uh, I want to say, about um, six years ago when my son turned 10 years old. Um, my, my son is one that, uh, I consider a miracle, an angel, my star seed. He's, he's the light of my life. He has this very rare, um, mitochondrial disorder, which causes him to not have as much energy as, as other people do. And so therefore his abilities in terms of, um, some specific, um, life providing, um, it, uh, systems such as breathing, such as being able to move, such as being able to speak. Um, he doesn't have those like other, other people do. And when he was a young boy, um, he, you know, had a lot of tubes coming out of his neck and out of his face. He had an NG tube, he had a tracheostomy, he was in a wheelchair. And he, at that time, had a bit more mobility and a bit more um, verbal capability. And we noticed how sad he would become when other people stared at him and when other kids would point or, and, and look at him funny or, or even run away. Sometimes they would ask their parents, you know, what's wrong with that boy? And it made us realize that there was this tremendous opportunity for education or for awareness building among kids and among families, frankly, because, you know, new parents don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know what's right or, or wrong. It's very, it's very unusual and awkward. <clears throat> and we wanted to make it less awkward for them. We wanted to come up with an idea uh, to help kids learn about other kids with different abilities, whether they be physical or neuro, and learn to appreciate how they can become friends with that person and how special it is to be friends with that person. Because kindness is its own superpower to make you your own little superhero. And so we started out with one book, which quickly caught on. And since then, we've launched about five more hardcover books and three softcover books. 
uh, all under the adventures of Super Captain Brave Man and a Kyle Adventure. They're inspired by my son, which um, he acts as the protagonist. And we include a lot of other people that we've come across um, in real life along the way, such as the girl named Mia, who has Down syndrome that we met. Um, we actually dedicated and wrote a book that stars her um, and, and talks about Down syndrome. And it's another example of how can we, how you are making a difference out there and now transforming the perception that people have. And sometimes it's because we, sh we just don't know better. Yeah, I believe that um, it's, it's okay to normalize you know, asking questions and and knowing that everybody is different, you know, and, and the spectrum is quite large and it's beautiful. These are all things that make us beautiful and unique and extraordinary. And so I think that the, the earlier that kids can learn about radical inclusivity and diversity appreciation and kindness towards others, they're going to grow into really, really good adults. I and the... Uh... Um, build a better world or really preserve this beautiful world that we have that is absolutely f amazing and uh, we have to take good care of the world good care of ourselves and uh, it uh, is I, I think we have that uh, power of uh, live this world better than we got it so uh, amazing and you are absolutely living uh, the work that you do in so many ways is inspiring other people to to do that change too. And that's what it's all about. It's like touching people, you know, one heart at a time. Yep. And I will make sure that I will put all links in the show notes because to know more about uh, the, the human beauty movement, uh, the humanistic beauty, that is where you have the products. And also, of course, the adventures of Super Captain Brave Men and uh, with change and uh, the big corporations. Because I think learning about all these different dimensions, all these different ways of doing and being and uh, growing um, is inspiring and impactful for everybody. Well, I can only hope to be part of the change. <laughs> yes, you are. You already are in a big, big way. So thank you so much for your time. It's a really uh, uh, a great privilege to have you here in the mindset because we it's a lot about helping people to make a difference and expand possibilities for themselves, for the the, the ones around them and for the world. So thank you so much. Thank you, Anna, for having me. Thank you for listening and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible. For you, for the ones around you, for the world. <laughs>